Welcome to my office. Today I'd like to share a few thoughts with you uh, about something God has been speaking to me about. Deeper connection, deeper relationship with him. Something I believe we are born for. As a teenager, I became a Christian, got filled with the Holy Spirit and became hungry to learn more about God, hungry for more connection with him. So as many of us do, we jump straight to the Bible and I decided to read it right from page one to the end. I think I did that a few times. Uh, that is make the decision to do it, whether I actually got th all the way through. Um, I'm not sure. Um, so I'd start at Genesis, probably get to Leviticus and think, oh, I can't do this. And then decide again, no, I'm going to do it. And so I became very familiar with the stories in Genesis and uh, many of the characters. In fact, I love reading about Abraham, Isaac, Joseph. But one of the characters that we don't read much about that grabbed my attention was a chap called Enoch. And you find his story in Genesis chapter 5. In fact, it's not much of a story. There's very little about him. But you can go down to verse 21 in chapter 5 and find a little glimpse of something that just grabbed my heart as a teenager. It says that he walked on this earth 365 years, that uh, for 300 of those years, he walked with God. And it said he walked with God and was not, for God took him. And as I ponder those verses, you might have to look them up and think, what is all that about? That spoke to me about a man who would walk with God. Literally, I could picture him walking along, talking with God. And it depicted a really close relationship, a close friendship. So much so that God didn't want to leave him here on earth wanted to take him back to heaven with him. You can, you can picture it, can't you? He's out for a walk. His family think, oh, well, that's, that's what he's used to doing. But then he doesn't come back. He didn't die. God just said, you're coming with me, mate. I can't live without you. Wow, that said something to me about what is available for me as a Christian. I can have that deep connection with God. In fact, it's not just available for Christians, it's available for anyone. Connection with God probably does make you a Christian when, when you have that sort of connection. So I became hungry. I think for many years of my Christian life, I've had relationship a little bit like this. There you can see God, who I always seen as fairly big, and me, um, fairly small. And I'm trying in that picture to connect with him by talking to him, uh, pr probably behave well, so I read the Bible and saw many things, many actions that um, that I should do. I should serve. I should give. Um, I shouldn't kill anybody. Uh, I've managed to keep that one. Uh, 
all those sorts of things that enable me, I thought, to connect with God and became a little bit transactional that in effect, if I lived up to those standards, then he would give me love, connection, he would prosper me. I, you know, I don't know whether I exactly thought like that, but I, it's certainly how my relationship was in the early years of my Christian walk. Saw God kind of looking down on me rather than what I saw or glimpsed through that passage in Genesis of a deep connection. But as I have grown in my journey with God, as I have read the Bible, as I've talked more with him, as I've gone out and walked and talked with him, my eyes have been opened, much like the disciples on the Emmaus Road in Luke 24. They've been opened to see what is available, not just in theory, but in practice. In Colossians, we read this. If then you were raised, raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things of the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Now we all understand that we've got the Holy Spirit as Christians, that the, the God lives in us. The Holy Spirit lives in us. And that we, this verse is talking about in Colossians, Christ in us, we are then in him, in God. Wow, it's kind of, it's kind of a bit crazy, isn't it? That God is in us and then we're in him. We're meant to have that overlap, that place of union, that place of connection, that place of oneness with him. It's available for us. Jesus, Jesus had it and we all go, yeah, we know he had it. And, and we'll see and we do see that he maintained that. He developed that. He grew in that. In Luke 5, he says, that he often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. He knew he needed to take time away from the situation to connect with his father. He said, I and my father are one. But wow, he, he said that in John 10. And we see in John the progression of that into chapter 15, where Jesus is talking about the vine and the branches, and he's saying, abide in the vine. I am the vine. Abide in me. If you don't abide in me, you won't bear fruit. He's appealing to us to ensure that we understand the connection, the life source that we have in him, that we are connected to him. And then in John 17, he develops that even further when he's praying for us. He says to the father, you and I are, are one. I'm going away. These guys are in the world. I am in them. And you are in me. He's praying to his father to help us understand that 
we can have the same union, the same relationship with the Father that Jesus had. That's an incredible thought. That's an incredible, crazy thought that me and you can have the same relationship with God, the Father, that Jesus had. That's what being a Christian is. That's God's desire. He wants friends like Enoch. He wants us to walk with him. So I've changed in my picture of how I've seen or seen my relationship with God. Have a look at this. So here we can see God and me and I'm an integral part of him. I'm so connected there in that picture and yet he's connected with me. And there's that place of overlap. There's that place of union that God is calling us each into. Now, I don't know how you see your relationship with God. I don't know whether you were a bit like me, that you're looking up at this God and seeking to desperately connect with him. I can just say this to you. I know there's more. I have experienced more. I am desiring of more. I want more of friendship and connection with God. I don't want to stay where I am. I want to experience more of the depths of God, more of the walking with God that Enoch did. And I pray that as you've listened to this, that your heart has become strangely warmed at the possibility of real connection and friendship with Almighty God. He deeply wants that. He deeply loves us and he wants us to love him more. Well, I pray that you are blessed by this short talk this morning and that it will propel you into exploring deep relationship with God yourself. See you soon. Bye for now.